0: All right. We are streaming live on Facebook. Hello, Dental Syndicate. All right. It is your doc, Jeff Booski, creator and founder of Dental Syndicate, where we've cracked the code to gamifying the system to unlocking power, productivity, and profitability, all while building practices and lives that matter. Welcome to Jumpstart with Jeff. Tonight, we get to visit with our special guest, Arvin Petrie, who's an amazing doc and a good friend of mine, and you know the beautiful thing about tonight, tonight's gonna to be a different uh, type of discussion and it's gonna be a little bit spicy. And I'm hoping that a lot of you can have an opportunity to not only you know, meld with what Arvin is gonna share with you tonight. And first and foremost, I'm gonna take my hat off to, to you, Arvin, for throwing yourself and your hat in the ring because it takes a lot of guts and a lot of balls to come in here and stand in here because we're gonna be talking about relationships tonight. And sometimes when relationships are not working appropriately, or as we all thought that they would be. So tonight we're going to sit here and we're going to walk through what we call a hot seat. And we're going to have an opportunity for Arvin to get an opportunity to get clear on some things and to see what can shift and change by the end of our conversation.
1: So Arvin, you ready
0: to go, brother?
1: Well, Jeff, before we start, let's talk about relationships not working. That microphone in your face is pissing me off. Can you move it? There you go. There, I want to see your face. There you go.
0: <laughs> sometimes <laughs> now it's working. Sometimes it's like a face meant for radio, you know? <laughs> <laughs> All right, you two go at it. <laughs>
1: All hey, right, thanks, That
0: was uh, that was our lead coach and trainer, Sebastian Wynn, who's gonna be running some of the audio visual for us and uh, and stepping in to help spice some things up every now and then too. So you no, know, Arvin, welcome, welcome to the show. We appreciate it. Thanks for having me tonight, guys yeah we appreciate you being on here man so tonight's gonna be uh it's gonna be not an easy night but it's gonna be a fun night and what we want to do is provide like i said some clarity for you walk you through a series of some questions to help you and our audience see you know what all goes into not only a hot seat but what all goes into what's happening in a relationship all kinds of things as we go through and at the end game is is clarity like i said as well as answers and next steps, because. If we just go through and we feel better about things in life, not only just about relationships, but about any type of trigger or anything like that, and we just feel better at the end of the day, yeah, that's great. That's a good conversation. It's nice. That's something that any friend can do. But it's when we have a solid course of action and when we've got direction and we're clear about what we're doing and where we're going, now we can start to move the needle. Now we can start to be effective. Now we can start to create change real change not only for you but for your family for the people that are important and that's what drives the needle and that's what moves us into this never ending expansion game and that's what to me is one of the whole purposes of life is, is expansion and just becoming more becoming more today than you were becoming or that you were yesterday so arvin you ready to rock and roll you ready, I'm to ready get, brother you ready to get a little spicy here okay So we're going to go through, and I might fill in a couple of things here over the side. I might take a couple of notes if that's okay here. But let me ask you this. What is the most important thing that you and I should be talking about tonight? Okay, so lay it out there for us. That way, us and the audience gets an idea of what it is that we're discussing about relationship tonight so we can get a good glimpse into your world.
1: Yeah, absolutely, Jeff. Tonight, we're going to focus on my relationship and one of my biggest struggles and biggest hurdles in life, and that is currently in marriage. And I think I don't need to say think so many of us struggle in our relationships, especially with our spouses and the fields that we work with and the stresses of life and children and business and work and family and everything that encompasses that. What does it do? It strains you, it stresses you. And a lot of times, especially as speaking as, as a male provider, as a male business owner, is we we start to hide that shit and we sedate things and we don't allow it to really come out, and the problem builds and it builds and it builds and just like a pressure cooker or something, it pops off, and now you have a problem, you have a continual problem. So
0: yes, and it and it and it, it drives it, it drives down deep, and and one of the things that I want you to focus on, Arvin, this is really particular, you know, it's easy for, for me to say. We and we as a, as a community. And what I want you to focus on tonight is going to be you because that's going to be you. Okay. So when you're talking to you say I, I, I do this, and, and this is what I can feel. And because you are responsible for what you can say and what you're about. And that's one of the things that we learn in our community is that we start to take away these, these, these pluralisms that we throw out there. That, that we do this, or we all have this tendency to do that. So speak for Arvin tonight, because this okay. is going to be your gift, but your gift is going to be able to open up the doors for many others.
1: So all right. let's get
0: into it. Specifically, what is going on in your relationship, Arvin, that has us on the discussion tonight?
1: Currently right now in my life, and this is a big admission, but I'm in the process of divorcing uh, my wife of uh, coming 10, 10 years in two weeks here. So, 10
0: years 10 years you've been married okay correct. and and how long how long is this how long has this been going on how long has this whole occurrence been happening from when you guys started to have problems and separate and all of that to where you are currently at how long has this process
1: been going you know on? my my personal struggles started a little over a couple of years ago um, after the birth of my third child uh, that's when things really started to divulge and devolve, uh, i should say and as of last summer, about a year ago, things really took a plummet. Um, I got to my lowest point, uh, definitely mentally health in the fall time. And I happened to meet both Jeff and Sebastian at the AACA winter meeting in January. And i already started doing some personal therapy and growth myself. Um, and that's when things really, really hit, really hit bottom. And I knew I had to do something. And I had to reach out and ask for help. And I did. So-
0: So this has been going on for several years. Is that right? Is that what you're telling me? And then tell me how bad are things? Like let's get real. How bad are things currently? What is that low point that you were talking about? Just let's share, let's dive into it.
1: All right. This is gonna be pretty, you know, pretty real, guys, but things right now are not as bad as they were because I have been doing I've been doing work and I've been progressing and learning and educating. And studying, studying life, studying emotions, studying marriage, studying relationships, studying how to communicate with people. Um, my lowest point really came in October, and I have to be honest with people: I, I attempted suicide. Okay. So. That's not easy that's, to say. No, it's not easy to say. What did you, you do? Know, I uh, put a knife in me. Okay. So.
0: And that was October. And,
1: that was in, I was actually early October. I believe the date was was Friday, October 4th, but I got to double check. I, I honestly, I, I don't like to, to numerize those dates. Yeah. And it's uh, it's something I have a lot of shame and guilt over, which will probably take a lot of time to get past because I got three wonderful kids and a, and a great life. Yeah. But I am, I'm pissed at myself for that because I thought before, that was my answer. Yeah. And that was yeah. before that was, you met us, right? That was before I met you guys.
0: Okay. So, Take me back to that point of when you're, you're looking at that, how bad had things gotten with your wife and what, what had led to that, that status and that status right then?
1: Things were terrible. I felt like I was living with a stranger. I felt like I was out of control. Um, I felt I had no options. And there's, there's a lot of pain, a lot of sadness, a lot of anger, and you get to a point. I talk about things popping off, but you get to a point where the answer of having nothing to cut that pain off sounds so attractive. Yeah. And that's what it was. You run out of options, and you figure that suicide is your only option. So and let it's me right a- there.
0: Let me ask you, obviously, that didn't work. Thank God. Okay. What was happening in your relationship with your your wife at that time? Was there uh, adultery going on? Was there an affair going on? Was there other stuff we, going on?
1: We were completely at odds and not communicating. And I'll I'll be frank I won't speak on her behalf. But I had been adulterous before and stepped out of my wife several months prior. That really was a stimulus um, to fully to fully let her check out. She had started prior to that with, with our son and some other things been going on in life. And honestly, I didn't pay attention. I, I wasn't seeing the signs and I wasn't investing into the marriage. I mean, I was constantly trying to pull out, but I wasn't putting in and I don't admonish or blame her for, for checking out. And I checked out thinking that's what was going to make me feel better, but it didn't. I mean, it's, it's a it's an endless thirst. You cannot quench truly.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's just like, you know, you're waiting for that next hit from the, from the drug to kick in, to try to feel better, but it's not coming. And you just continue to go down this, this slippery slope and where you were at that point, when I met you, you'd be in what I would consider laying in or sitting in the bottom in this pit.
1: Right. I was sitting in my shit. Yeah. I was trying to get out, but I did not know how to help myself. I was trying And trying is not the same as getting shit done or doing something, but I was absolutely trying, but I didn't have the tools. I didn't have the education. I didn't have the training. I didn't have the knowledge to forward myself, to better myself. And I was stuck and I was not in a good place.
0: And since then, since October, you've been doing some work. You've been working on yourself. You've been working with us here and everything, but there's still a big impact with this situation in the relationship with your soon to be ex-wife around you. And so how is this issue currently now impacting you, Arvin? It's, let's, let's go from there to here, because this is what we're going to now start to dig into the meat of tonight is how is this issue currently still impacting you right now?
1: It's impacted my business immensely. You know, when your head's not right mentally in your personal life, it affects your professional life. And no matter how hard you try to shut that off, it's part of your being. You can't, I mean, unless you're an absolute pathologic or or psychopath, you can't just shut down all your emotions. And yeah, I'm game on here at work and I'm doctor everything, but it still bleeds in. It still infects like a cancer and it slows you down. My productivity had gone down. My focus had gone down. My patient care had gone down. My communication had gone down. My leadership in my team had gone down because there's constantly that animal.
0: Yeah, that's... That's absolutely right. And it's it's great that you are able to sit back and take, because I know that you've put in the work and you've taken a look outside from now and and just exactly what you're relating to me. The only way that you can relate those things to me is because you've stepped outside and you've pushed pause and called time out and you're looking at the relationship and you're displaying and talking about what is. And you're talking about the facts and you're looking at yourself in the mirror. And that's a huge thing for people to be able to do understand guys and gals here tonight who are listening it takes a a shitload of balls to come on here and be this vulnerable and this open and Arvin, I appreciate that and I just want to acknowledge that first of all for you too because your opportunity to share has a big opportunity to impact a great number of people so thank you so I want to continue down this road if it's okay and we'll continue moving here so my next question for you is what is the results of the situation what is that currently producing for you right now you started to allude to it of affecting leadership but what other results are happening right now as a result of the current situation
1: i mean the biggest downtake is is still finding sadness and depression personally and trying to keep trying to keep my business focused we've had such a hardship with you know COVID this year and team members not coming back and a lot of fear and managing the patience and expectations while keeping up your practices, our livelihood. This is, this, is, this is my income. This supports my entire family. And as I really want to say as the leader, because you are the captain of your ship, especially me. I'm a single doc. I got nine employees. You know, there's a lot of people who are looking for me to dictate and help run everything. And if I can't be present, then I can't do shit. And I'm going backwards. You know, and right now my situation, I'm still in it. I'm still in it, but I'm not in it. And I'm not saying poor fucking me. I'm in it saying, okay, I got to move forward. I got to keep doing something. I got to keep doing this work. And I got to keep my head right. And I got to keep my cup filled. Sebastian's giving me great, great sayings. You have too, Jeff, on that. And I know what Absolutely. that means now. I did, I did not know what that meant six months ago. Three months ago, I didn't know what that meant. But well, I know what it means you, now.
0: And you are. And the, that's the beautiful thing, because I get to witness you doing the work and putting in the work every day just because of the group that we're involved in and everything that's going on in the current challenge that you get to be a part of and that we have the opportunity to look at and, and invest in you. And then you have the opportunity to invest in you and invest in others with giving feedback. And that's what I mean by an investment is that feedback becomes something that is really, really paramount to being able to move forward and also see different things that come up that you didn't think about before. Have different right. options open up and becoming an exploring to you. So, with that being said, and thinking about others and others in the group and others that you're involved with in your life, so, so you're mentioning your team members, you're mentioning, you know, your kids. Let me ask you, how is this current situation right now with your your well soon to be ex wife? How is that impacting
1: others? Well. Which level you want to know outside the business? I mean all
0: levels. You,
1: all levels. You got fourteen-year relationship with a lot of lot of close family. And that's that's the biggest loss when you go through something like this. Like it's not just you and your spouse. It's not just you, your spouse, and your kids. It's your friends, it's your kids' friends, it's your in-laws, it's your parents, it's your grandparents. I mean, it's, it's families, not divorcing individuals, you're divorcing families, especially when there's deep love. I mean, I have deep love for my spouse, deep love for her family, deep love for my family and those around in our circle here. And nobody gets unscathed from this. And that, yeah. that's, that's the sad part. Whether you stay together or move apart, no one comes out unscathed by this. But it doesn't mean you have to die from it. No. You know? and, and
0: how is that impacting? So how is that impacting, say, your parents?
1: you know it's caused a immense psychological and physical t- stress on my mother she's she's elderly uh, my father passed some years ago here but my mom has been my my biggest concern and you know the stress that causes for her cuz guess what this is her daughter this yeah. is someone she's she's essentially losing here and she's she's fucking heartbroken over it and then, I mean?
0: and then how about your 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 mother-in-law and your father-in-law how is that impacting them i mean
1: they are they are they are people of faith and they're grieving big time and I'm grieving with them. And it's, it's hard because I never want to lose this relationship, but you know, it, it changes no matter how, how these things go through or how mine will end up. We'll talk about mine. It's going to change. Not necessarily positive initially here, but I hope, I hope in a good way long-term, but I don't know.
0: So Arvin, how many kids do you have?
1: I got three kids.
0: And, and how old are they?
1: Um, my older daughter's 13, my middle daughter's nine and my little man's two.
0: And what are all their names?
1: Uh, Addy's my oldest Emmy's my middle child and Augie's my younger.
0: So Addie, Aunt,
1: Emmy, Emmy, Amy and Augie.
0: And Augie. Okay. And yeah. so we've got 13, 11 and two.
1: 13, nine and two. Oh, 13,
0: nine and two. Gotcha. Okay. 13, nine and two. And how is that impacting them right now?
1: It's, uh, you know, it's my older daughter. She's at that age group. Um, I, I, I definitely know it's, it's not pacting her well. She's a very smart, mature kid. Um, but I think she's also internalizing some things that, that are happening. And, and I tell everybody, like, don't let, your, don't let your kids see your parents upset. Don't fight in front of your kids. That's one of the biggest things that I think people do when they disagree, especially when, when maturity is not there. Now, don't show them that shit. Show, show them the good stuff. I think it's hard because a lot of relationships and mine included, like we try to stay together and a lesson that is not being taught is your kids, aren't seeing your parents happy. They can see you happy. They can see your spouse happy, but as, as mentorship for your children, you got to show them what happy parents look like. And if it's not going to be that way, then you need to show them what happy parents look like separate and as a leader, as a father, especially for me, I'll speak not as, as a woman, as, as a man and with young girls, they need to see what a present, masculine leadership role in a man looks like so that they can emulate that and hopefully follow suit in their own relationships when they get older. I was gonna say because
0: that's what they're gonna be taught to look for in their lives later on. Oh yes.
1: For sure. And I'm I'm fully aware of that here, which is, you know, this is off topic, but but now how I show up for those kids and how I show up and be present for them and how I stay active with them and show them what what does a what does a what does a leader look like as a man. You know how is that man showing up, and especially with school now that I'm in school? How does how do I come through and spend time with them and stay on them for homework and teach them things beyond just the books in the classrooms? You know, my, my middle daughter's only nine, so she's kind of in Roblox world, so she's not exactly in tune if it's going on, and little man's two. So all he concern he has is himself and terrorizing everybody else. But it's it's my older one I, I worry about.
0: But they, they all, nonetheless, even two-year-olds, feed off of energy. And energy they do. is present. And, and they feel that, they absorb it, and they, they understand it. Um, you know, when you, when you think about this, how, you know, take this into your team too. How is this situation impacting your team at work?
1: Well, they're not seeing me show up happy and focused. You know, you start your morning with your team, with a huddle. If you don't do a huddle, you need to do a huddle and not just reading patient charts and allergies and bills, and insurances. Nah, shit, that's, 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 that's the stupid huddle. You know, your huddle has got to be strategizing your day to, to power play, to, to plan for production, to maximize your days of efficiency business and business and strategize. But when you're not there, you're not leading. You're not coaching your lead assistant. Maybe she's going to step in your office manager, your scheduler, somebody else. I mean, they'll step up just a bit for it. But at the end of the day, it's you. You're that leader. And when you're, when you're checked out, you're checked out and they know it. You might fucking lie to yourself that you're not checked out, but they know it because they know you.
0: Yeah. They get to see you. Have they voiced concerns to you?
1: Um, sometimes. Yeah. Especially when they know something's off. They do it in a very loving, nurturing way because they, they care about me. And that's one thing about assembling a great team is, is as humans care for humans, I mean, that, that's touching. And they're, they're checking in on me here. But it's not necessarily gossip. And maybe there is some in that sense, but, but they're, they're mature individuals. So when I'm not present, they check in to see why and to, to kind of help carry me sometimes.
0: When you sit here and think about all the impact of everything going on with the current situation, what other results... Beside what we've talked about with your your mother, her parents, your kids, and your team, what other results are happening that you can think of outside of there that is currently happening because of the current situation?
1: Personal satisfaction in life, and not—I mean, life is is encompassing. I'm not just talking family life and professional life. I mean, that's the two big stuff, but just when you wake up every day and say, fuck, am I happy? You know, what's my reason? Why, why do I even get up today? What's my in game goal? Am I just, is this groundhog day? Is it rinse and repeat? Mm-hmm. And that that's a hard question when you get to bed, because you gotta, you gotta have that understanding and that encouragement and know why the hell am I doing this? You know, and we lose bearing, especially when you go through something like this, you, you lose that motivation and you lose, I, I call it the why I haven't termed that, but but your reasoning for doing everything that you do, why do you get up and put pants on? Why do you brush your teeth, Jeff? Sebastian, why do you comb your hair? Knock knock joke. <laughs> I mean, yeah. You lose you lose your sense of purpose. And a yeah. man without purpose, that's not living.
0: What what else, if you think about it, and just dig in here? What else is going on from a results standpoint as as this is happening and unwinding?
1: You start you start know, your, to, your relationships, that's something deteriorate. We've talked about kids and family, but maybe your relationship with your patients because you're not in tune, you're not listening to them. And the number one thing that people want as a provider in a healthcare setting, what do people want to do? They want to be listened to. Jeff, you know that, they want, to, they want to be heard. And that goes beyond healthcare settings, that goes to every relationship. And if you're not in tune, you're not hearing, you're not listening. Number two ears, one mouth.
0: Think specifically for you, what else? What else would be going on? Not just for somebody else in this situation, but what else is going on for you specifically? I
1: mean, for me specifically, it's perpetual sadness. I mean, I'm just trying to find happiness in life, but there is an underlying tone. There's an underlying feeling of just sadness. I don't want to say depression, you know, because it's not always depression. You know, there's there's a lot of victim mentality. Why me? Poor me. Yeah, that's part of it too, but when you wake up and you go through your stuff and you're just, you're not fulfilled. Your cup's not full. I mean, that's, that's what you guys taught me.
0: What are what are the, some of the other emotions that you're experiencing? I mean,
1: Sadness. I've gone through anger like crazy. Sadness is the one that's, that's always there and I've tried to sit in that for a while, but I can't stay in that that space, you know? A lot of anger and frustration, especially when you try to change something, you know, and I hate the word shrine because it's it feels like, trying is is the opposite of great like good to great you're never quite there you're always trying you're always trying versus mm-hmm. just doing um you know we go to the negative emotions we stack on of depression of sadness of anger of, of, of jealousy of uncertainty of worry um and these are all negative emotions that stack on each other here and they, they cause anxiety and I'll, I'll tell you something after january 26 when i landed back in seattle and was dropped a bomb in my lap. I mean, it was literally like PTSD. And I had something I'd never really dealt with before. I had anxiety. And I could not sleep. I could not fall asleep for almost three nights.
0: What was the bomb that was
1: dropped? I mean, it's just that, that I was betrayed. That was dropped i don't want to go into more detail for that but i was i was betrayed in a way that i never expected to a level i had no weapon against i had no shield against i got knocked the fuck out got it and i didn't even know where where i was that's what happened
0: well dude i've got i've got to put it out there for you man um you've been super vulnerable for us and, and been very, very open and very open book. And, and again, I just want to reiterate and appreciate you for, for doing that and putting things out there because I know you wouldn't be doing this unless you want to truly change and shift things for you. And I know you're big, you've got a big, big heart. You want to help a lot of others too. I do. And so I know you're, you're doing this as well for that. And I know that's just such a great great cause for you. And I appreciate that. So let me, let me start to shift a, a little thought pattern for you that if you think of the current situation that you're in and if nothing else changes and it just continued to go the way it is currently right now, what would happen? What's going to happen if that just continues and continues and continues?
1: I will never get out of this. If I don't, if I don't make that full change and shift, I'll still be, I'll still be telling my same sad story two years from now. I'm done telling that sad story. You know, what I'm happens, done reading that novel.
0: What happens to your kids?
1: My kids, my kids are going to be affected. My kids will be stray. My kids will be negatively influenced by things that will make them happy. That will fulfill them. It could be good friends. It could be bad friends. It could be drugs. It could be alcohol. It could be, loss of motivation in school, all the things that I don't want to happen for my kids. Because I, I, I don't want them to see their dad the way their dad's been, especially in the past. I want their dad to see who he is now and who he's continued to grow to.
0: What would happen for the relationship with your mom?
1: Stress, health conditions, blood pressure increase.
0: And then what about I mean, what would happen with the relationship with your uh, father-in-law and mother-in-law as well?
1: Uh, it would probably cease to exist.
0: And then what would happen, Arvin, with your team at work in your practice?
1: We would, cons- we would continue to just get by, be mediocre, maybe lose some team members, add some team members. I, I call it a side shuffle, not really going forward, not necessarily going backwards, but just going in circles. That's how I feel like we've been doing for, God, fuck, two and a half years. Fuck, I've just been going in circles. Can't ever get out of second gear.
0: Okay. Now that you've put all that out there, that's a lot. And there's a lot of things there that you've put forward. And and hear this question really, and I'm gonna take some notes here. What's at stake for you and what's at stake for others? And for your practice, your, so your organization, if nothing changes, what is at stake for you, first of all? What's at stake for you if nothing changes?
1: That I will be a victim my whole life. I will be unfulfilled. I will constantly be chasing something that I never get to. I will not be happy. I'll be completely full of shit. And I will not be living my best life
0: and now think about the people that we talked about that we just also focused on what's at stake for all those other individuals in your life your in-laws your mother your your kids
1: you know my my team members will get bored my team members would some would just leave some would maybe even change careers because they lost the excitement that I helped create in the practice and the drive I helped continue them on and the pushing that I've done for them. My, my kids might become entities that I didn't want to create. They might become strangers. And that's, I think that's a big fear of mine is not, not knowing my kids. You know, my in-laws will go on to their next life, maybe back in Europe where they're originally from, have no real connection, relationship with them, which would be difficult after 14 years of a deep connection. My brothers would be still dealing with their own shit because out of the three, I have two brothers, I'm the youngest of three, I had it most put together you know, I kind of did everything right because I had seen my parents go through shit they'd gone through. I, I come from the poster child of just a terrible divorce. And I told myself I was going to do everything opposite of what my dad did, did what my parents did. And what did I do? I just repeated it in a different form. My mother's health. I mean, I, this isn't being conceited, but I'm like her pride joy.
0: What other yeah. things are at stake here, Arvin?
1: If I had to be totally honest, my yeah. life.
0: Your life. That's the biggest.
1: It is not guaranteed. You know, that's, that's scary shit. Because I don't totally trust myself yet. I want to, but wants and needs and truth and reality are, are never totally paralleled or the same. And I want to sit here and tell you that no. yeah, my life's good, but at the same time, I can't bullshit anymore.
0: No, and you're being very real and very raw here. and And that is totally authentic and you can't find anything more authentic in the way in which you're being right now. And so when you think about all these things that are at stake and you, and these are big, big things, these are big relationships. These are big things with your practice. These are things with your daughters and your little boy. And then you start to think about you and your life being at stake. When you think about all that that's on the line, how does that make you feel? If nothing changes, how does that make you feel?
1: Angry. I mean, what else? There's there's shame and a lot of shame and guilt still, but but there's anger. Like what's 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 wrong with you, Arvid?
0: What else do you feel? What other thoughts and feelings do you
1: have? Big time sadness and grief.
0: So anger, shame, guilt, grief, what else?
1: I put anxiety in there because I think about we're turning back and that, that raises anxiety. I've, I've, I've learned to control that a hell a lot better but there's times it gets triggered and it just comes out and comes out in different forms. A lot of times it comes out in, in, in anger and outbursts and especially with me at least you know i used to do that shit a lot i'm better at it now but
0: what it other still comes emotions out. are coming up for you right now when you think of feelings that would rise
1: fear fear what I don't else i think i've said that one yet fear and frustration what else loneliness
0: Loneliness. What else? Anything else?
1: Man, how I go back any deeper, that pit you pull me out, brother.
0: <laughs> okay. No, this is, I want to get it all out because that's part of it. Anything else that you're feeling?
1: I would ask, you know, when you asked that question, but I think it's, it's the feeling of, of feeling alone that really scary. Yeah, Like I'm in my own head, I fear myself, I don't trust myself, I'm lying to myself. But the fear of thinking like, man, I'm alone in this. That's scary, that's fucking scary. It's
0: totally scary. It's one of the scariest places to be, being alone. Because that's when you feel like you have no support and no other answers and no other solutions.
1: And then you feel like i did october anything
0: else that you feel
1: no that's that's, that's the core of it
0: okay. all right now we're going to flip a switch here and we're going to change gears and this for some people watching can be a little bit uh uncomfortable because you sit there and go well hmm how can you ask this question? But the question is, is Arvin, how have you contributed to the problem of the current scenario? Because we all have a contribution.
1: Oh, I contributed much. I think I was the main contributor because I was absolutely full of shit. You know, I was completely lying to myself about a who I was. B, pretending to be something I wasn't. C, looking for validation and approval from everybody, men and women. Grandiose gestures, fueled ego. But so much of that comes back down to just not being honest. And I didn't didn't even understand, I didn't even realize that until last fall. Like, holy shit, I was completely lying about the stupidest shit. And those grandiose gestures and and actions and verbs and nouns that I was running through my head was also that I could be comfortable with myself. And so so I could keep...
0: Take me into that a little deeper. What did that look like? What did the grandioseness, what did the gestures look like? What did the dishonesty look like? What did that look like specifically for your contribution to the, the issue?
1: You know, I had... Like a lot of people, but I had, you know, and I look back now and I couldn't even admit this, but it's like I, I, I'd, I I'd abused alcohol, I abused drugs, I had sedated, you know. It's like, no, I'm young, this is fun, this is great. No, it was, it was, it was bullshit, you know. And saying I didn't have a problem with that, even though I really didn't think I do. No, I did because I, I didn't stop. It's, it's such a healthy question to ask yourself if you think you don't have a problem with something. Reevaluate your relationship with it by stopping. That could be anything. It yep. could be speedy, you know. And it's, boy, you 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 start to you start to sweat a little bit when you're like, man, I can't get a. I'm not going to drink this week. Like, no, no, I, I, I didn't have too many drinks last night. Everything's kind of a burr, a blood, or a or a blackout or a buzz. And yeah, I, I've done that, college, 20s, dental school, even afterwards here, and telling stories to yourself so you. You feel better than you are. You know, trying to agree with all the opinions in the room.
0: Yeah. What else? What else is your contribution?
1: Infidelity. Major contribution. I was trying to relieve and fix and do some things within myself that had been around, honestly, probably since childhood or early adolescence. Here, that I was completely in denial of. You know, and I I hurt somebody for that and that's on me. That's on nobody else except myself.
0: You know, doing what you're doing right now and being able to put all of that out there and having the opportunity to own it now gives you the opportunity to do something about it and to start to shape things. Does that make sense? It does. And you're right. Just what you were talking about before, there's so many forms of sedation. I mean, some people sedate, some, some drink, some might pop a pill, some might smoke, some might shop, some might eat, some might use sex, some might, there's so many various forms of it. And so because somebody does one thing and chooses a form of sedation still does not mean it's not sedation. So you're absolutely correct. It's just looking at how do I feel better. And what can I do to feel better now? And it's that form of sedation that allows that quick escape for that time. Does that make sense?
1: Perfect sense.
0: Okay. So we've got a lot out there, Arvin. We've got a ton out there. We've gotten so many things covered. We covered the facts. We covered your feelings around, we covered, we know what's at stake here and there's big things on the line. But here's the next thing that I want you to start to think about. So when this issue with your soon-to-be ex-wife is resolved, what difference will that make? For me? Yeah.
1: The biggest difference is that i can I can truly be myself I can truly grow into a man of integrity and truly be all these grandiose things that I always told myself that I was but I wasn't always practicing you know i've I've made the admission that I would absolutely rather die than go back to the way things were and that's not just in my marriage that's also in my character and I was never a bad guy but I was not being authentic. I wasn't being real. I wasn't being present. It doesn't matter. Go ahead. What is
0: your ideal outcome for that to look like?
1: Ideal outcome I want to be a guy who's not sedating, who's active in his practice, is active mostly with his family and his children, and who is a leader. And it's continuing to grow and also to give it away. I mean, that's your say, Jeff. And shit, that's important because what good is any of this here if we kept it all inside? I mean, I hope somebody listening to this or watches this is uncomfortable right now. I hope they're uncomfortable. I mean, that the most loving way.
0: Yeah, I know you do. What results will you enjoy with that type of ideal outcome? When, when you think about if I have this, a man of integrity, I'm able to be a great leader for for my, just like you said, for my team, for my kids. I'm able to show my girls what a real man looks like, what a real man does as far as ownership goes. I'm able to show my young son what it means to be a man and somebody to look up to and to be able to grow up like. What are those results that you'll get to enjoy when this is resolved?
1: I'll have society. And by what I mean by that is, my cup will be full. And I don't have to continue to pretend that it's not. And I'm going to be happy. We call this pursuit of happiness. Yeah, happiness is fleeting. But there is something in life about being content with it and not needing more. And once that happens, like, at least for me, I can give more so, and not take.
0: So describe, you said your cup is full and I know that's a saying that we have. What does that yep. mean personally to you?
1: That I am satisfied in my life with who I am, what I have, what I do and, and what I give away. And I don't have to continue to search for something. I don't, to, I don't have to pretend to need things to fulfill me. My self-fulfillment comes from within, not from without. And that has been a big admission that I was not even aware of until recently. And what is- All these outside things, go ahead.
0: What does contentment look like for you?
1: Contentment? And as I wake up and I don't have to be anything different and I'm I'm satisfied, I'm grateful. I'm thankful for my day. Yeah, you get to, and I'm,
0: you get to wake up and be you.
1: <laughs> yeah, and go do some badass dentistry.
0: Yeah, and That's, so kind of fun. When, when you think about that and you think about- Shit, I get to wake up and be me. I get to enjoy being me. I get to be happy. I get to be Arvind. I get to be a badass dentist. I get to be a badass dad to my great daughters. I get to be a badass dad to my son. And I get to go and lead people. You know, what impact and results does that open up for others? How will that open up different results for others when this is resolved, Arvind?
1: I hope that people can see the good in themselves and see their potential. There is nothing more frustrating. This is, this, is, this is a true admission, but when I see somebody with so much potential squander it, when I see the drug addict with the needle in his arm, that's high functioning or the athlete with the millions of dollars, who's not growing his community. When I see those people with potential, not even realize their own potential, not use it for the betterment of their own, Of their own kind because we're all just humans helping humans on the same damn rock. Like I I get sad and I I hurt for them and it frustrates me, especially when I see wasted potential. And I feel like I've been a wasted potential for so many years.
0: Okay. Let's refocus that when I see myself and let's get back to that. And let's look at this. What results? Let's let's refocus that. What results Will your two daughters enjoy when this situation is resolved?
1: They got a happy dad who is, who is always present and always being a foundational leader and a guide to them and who is there when they need them.
0: What re- what results will your young son have?
1: Hopefully he doesn't climb the stairs anymore and tries to jump off them, but <laughs> <laughs> he is too. <laughs> uh, he is too. He is a absolute terrorist, but <laughs> that he is a grounded man who does not seek to harm and rob others of anything. That's where I want him to be.
0: What results will your mother have if this is res- when this is resolved.
1: That she'll know her son's okay.
0: And the stress that she'll
1: know. Yeah, less stress.
0: Well the stress will be gone.
1: Oh at least for this brother. The other two mm-hmm. are a whole other world, but I'll work on them next.
0: What about your in-laws? What results will happen for them? Will they be a- what I- results will they be able to enjoy?
1: That their daughter is going to be okay. And their grandkids are safe. And their daughter is safe. And there's going to be contentment. And there's still going to be family unity. Regardless of the marriage bond between the two of us. There's still going to be family unity. And they can still know that they, they, they have done a good job. They have done their best. And they have not failed in, as, as, as parents. So I, I think they struggle. I think they feel that.
0: Sure, what, what results will your team members get to enjoy Harvin And this is resolved?
1: Well, if we can increase our collection and production bonuses, they're gonna get some money. You know? <laughs> yeah. And uh, continue getting their high competitive wages and a atmosphere beyond the money. The biggest thing is fulfillment of career and job and come to work knowing they, they feel good. It's not a job, it's a career and they're happy to come to work. It's not a drag. It's not an anchor. It's not an abysmal type of, type of deal here. But they are fulfilled, and they are in an environment that's safe and transparent. I think that's huge on your team.
0: Then I'm going to ask you one other hard question. When this is resolved, what results will your ex-wife enjoy?
1: I hope she figures out what makes her happy and who she is. And what she wants out of life and she can be her best self that's a hard one you know I, it's a hard one because there's so much i could say there but i can't speak for her i can't do i can't guide her i can't be anything so other than
0: i wanted you to put that out there because uh, it's a hard question to answer but this is a not an easy conversation tonight either And I want you to think about all the things that you just said for all those incredible people, including yourself. And when you think about that and you imagine those results, just take a second to think about that and think about all those results that you just got done mentioning. How does that make you feel? What are the feelings that start to come up for you as you're thinking about your mother not having the stress? Your daughters being able to know that their dad's happy as your team members are coming to work happy and knowing that that's a place that they're honored and privileged to work. What about for your in laws knowing that they can go and feel like they didn't fail and that there's going to be a family dynamic and that their daughter's going to be okay? And even going to the point and going. A step beyond and knowing that your ex-wife is going to go on and have an opportunity to be her best self and whatever that may look like. And to know importantly that Arvin gets to wake up every day on fire, loving himself and going and leading himself, his family, his team members, his neighborhood and his community. When you think about those results, what are the feelings that start to come up Arvin.
1: No more fear. That's number one. No more fear of the failure, which so many of us feel when we have things that aren't going our way. I mean, myself especially, I, I feel extrapolating that. Less fear. So what, that fear. What
0: is that, what is that feeling, no more fear? What, what is, what's the positive feeling of that? What is that?
1: It feels clarity. Clear? Anxiety is clear. Yeah, it's clarity. Anxiety is down.
0: What does anxiety down feel like? See, this is what's (laughs) so unique about this because you think about it, and this is why I'm hammering you on it. What does no more fear feel like? I'm looking for feelings that you can feel, that you can demonstrate that is not a negative. What is it that's a positive here?
1: I'm using I'm using clarity because if Jeff, maybe you've got this, you've had this yourself too, but sometimes in life, you have a a moment of pure clarity. I've never experienced this. I've had two in my life. And it's, it's, I think meditation gets you there, but it's such a feeling of exacting and knowing and being present and not I I don't even have the words to describe it. It's, it's, it's almost indescribable, but when you feel it, it's it's a mind blow. It's a fucking mind blow. And
0: it's I like, want to feel that.
1: Well, it's, like you're
0: in a state of what? You're you're what? What you?
1: State feelings? of you're in a state of bliss. Bliss. Man. There you
0: go. What else?
1: We always like the word perfection, even though I personally hate the word perfection. But but that's what bliss is. That's what that's what this entity is. That's what happiness is. You know, it's it's casting out shadow. Of fear. I, I use the word fear so much because fear is a perpetuating cancer and it's been in me for so many years. Fear's a good
0: motivator. But what I want you to focus on here is think about all those results that you just got done sharing. And think about the feelings that are starting to bubble up inside you. When you sit there, take a second here, Darvin. We're gonna take three deep breaths here. Close your eyes. Take a deep breath in. Blow it out. (laughs) Deep breath in, blow it out. Deep breath in, blow it out. Now keep your eyes closed. Think about all those feelings that are starting to come up for you when you're thinking about all the results for all those incredible people in your life. And just start to talk about those feelings. What are those feelings?
1: Those feelings just strength. Man, I feel strong. Strong. I, I feel strong. I feel guided. I feel grounded. Sure footed. I mean, whatever the adjectives you want to go with the source, but man, it's uh it's level, it's fulfillment. there's a broad net on that, but it's 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 fulfillment.
0: What else? Don't feel
1: been- don't feel lacking.
0: And what's the word for opposite of lacking?
1: Having. I, mean, I mean, there's what a word I, with coming. as an A.
0: And you described it as saying your cup is what? Cup is full. So, cup ful- is ful-
1: overflowing. <laughs> Fulfillment. What other I be better at this? I'm the I'm the Indian guy, right? So it'd be great at great at math and uh, vocabulary.
0: <laughs> what other feelings, Arvind? Think about all those great people and the results that you've laid out. Man, I must feel people love. People. Love.
1: I haven't got that one out there. Feel love. What else? Purpose, direction. What else? Community. Community. Sense of community. What Opposite else?
0: What else, Arvin? Give me one more big one.
1: fucking amazing. How's that one?
0: That's awesome. Keep your eyes closed for a minute. Just keep your eyes closed. Okay. So we've got some of the big ones are love, strong, level, grounded, sure-footed, fucking amazing, strong. Take another deep breath in. Release. One more deep breath in. Release. One more deep breath in. Release. Now, with all those feelings, keep your eyes closed. With all those feelings that you've just got pouring around in your head, and you're starting to anchor them to you, Arvind, I want you to imagine your next steps that are coming into your mind, but they're not just coming into your mind. They're coming from your heart. Your heart is pinging a message tonight to you and it's going to register in your mind. I want you to take a minute and feel all of those feelings and emotions that you just shared with us that have become anchored in you. And I want you to share what is your heart telling you as the next steps What is your next step? Let's not even say steps, your next step. Take a minute. And I want you to think of the next most important step that you could take to resolve and move towards resolution Okay. And what is that next important step to resolve the issue?
1: Let go. Let go of? Let go of the patterns that I have been doing and let go of my spouse.
0: And that will resolve the issue.
1: Yeah. Okay. Okay.
0: Get more specific. How are you going to let go?
1: Separate our residences so that I can be in my own home, be grounded in my own kingdom, if you want to call it. And same for her.
0: That's a great first step. By when? End of the month. And you know me. What by when specifically? I push you, Arvin. When specifically? Give me a date.
1: September one. Let's make this. By what time? When I wake up that morning.
0: Which will be? What time of the day?
1: If it's a weekday, it's five fifteen or four forty-five.
0: Okay. So September one. Let's give you till five fifteen and you will have a new residence. Your wife will have a new residence. You'll be completely separated in your residences and you'll be moving forward and you will have released all of this shit to resolve the issue. Okay, I want you to take one more deep breath in, Arvin. One more. last time in breath in release I want you to slowly open your eyes i want you to give me your biggest takeaway right now that you've gotten from walking through this process and putting all that out there and now having a very Very clear intentions and clear next
1: steps. You gotta own your words and you gotta follow through. That's my biggest takeaway.
0: So let's practice this for a second. I I um, I have to.
1: I have to. Own my words and I have to follow through.
0: Fuck yeah. Yes. Great job, Arvin. Great
1: job. What else? I have to do the work every day. Beautiful. And I cannot live in the land of excuses.
0: Beautiful. Do you see how that shift from you to I is so powerful? It's so powerful. Because when you say that, I can feel that. But when you're putting that out there as a blanket statement, I'm thinking you're telling me that's what I need to do. This is for you. You get to own it. You've been owning this whole call. You've been owning all of the shit. And this is the gift at the end that you get to now move forward with clarity and you have your next action steps by when?
1: September 1st, 5.15.
0: Boom. Dude, I am so proud of you. Great job, Arvin. Amazing, amazing job. Dude, that's not easy to go through this process. It's a lot of work, but you're used to putting in the work and you are doing the work daily because I get to see it every day inside the app. You get to watch you continuing to transform every day. I get to watch you becoming more. And that's what's so freaking exciting for me to see. And it's wonderful to see from the outside because I get to see where you we're at and where you, what you, the man you've become and the man that you are becoming. So I can't thank you enough. And there's not a big glorious hoopla at the end of this. But just tell me, how do you feel? Do you feel any sense of light or do you feel, I mean, just, it's, it's an extreme process to go through. This is not an easy process for any, by any means.
1: I feel like my body's on fire. How so? You know, I can just feel that part of emotion that was still being subdued. Just, it's just bubbling out. You know, and not even all the bad stuff, like good stuff too. A sense of, I said, clarity, but really a sense of direction and plan and owning that. Um, I mean, my, my, my fingers are tingling. I don't think I'm having a stroke, but um, <laughs> yeah, there's a, there's a physical connection between mind and body and, and fuck, it just got released. You know why?
0: Because you got out of your head, Arvin, and you got into your heart in these last 10 minutes. That is the huge, huge thing that I want you to be able to take away from this. And, and everybody else that's watching is get out of your head because it's easy, it's easy for me to get stuck here. But when you connect with your heart and you let your heart drive you, Arvin, that becomes your internal compass that you can always rely on. It is your internal GPS that will guide you and that will show you the new pathways that open up. Those pathways are seldom A to B. It's usually A, D, G, E, F. Then you end up somehow all the way down at fucking Q. I don't even know how you get to Q, but somehow those pathways open up and shift. But man, when you can do that and you get out of your head and into your heart and you own that, power, brother. It is so freaking Powerful. Okay, I'm I'm proud of you. Thank you. Okay, I want to close this out and and and, and look at. <laughs> this is why we call and you heard Arvin reference this before giving it away, and what Arvin just gave you tonight was one of the biggest gifts, one of the most personal gifts that he could ever give away he put himself out there was completely vulnerable he he didn't know all the questions he didn't know how spicy it was going to get how in-depth it was going to get but at the end i promised arvin a gift and arvin ended up with clarity and and i've got to give you a lot of credit for going through it and putting yourself out there and there there's a ton that's on the line for you as we got to see all the stakes that got laid out And I can't tell you enough how much I appreciate what you've done because this is the epitome, Arvin, of giving it away. Giving it away can look a lot of different ways. But what you displayed here tonight and putting yourself out there, being very vulnerable in this hot seat, is the absolute epitome of giving it away. So I want to thank you for doing that. And I appreciate that.
1: You're welcome, brother. I appreciate you. you.
0: Thank you thank you thank you thank you and to all the other people who have an opportunity to see this and watch this and can relate to arvin you know know that you are not alone know that there there is answers for you that there is solutions and it's not easy but it's available and it's just finding the right as arvin put it community to be supported in and to be able to believe in yourself and to love yourself enough to know, man, I deserve more. I'm worth more. And remember, your birth is your worth. So if you can just simply look at it like that, you've got a big, a big way to get in front of it and get ahead of it and go on. So here's a couple of things that I want to do. And I want to go to for you guys, and, and we're going to close this out. And Arvin, thank you so much for your time. And one of the things that I want you guys to go to is I'm going to give you guys a website to go to. I'll put it in the, in the show notes in the bottom here, but it is www.releasetoreinvent.com. And that's www.releasetoreinvent.com. And that's our training that's coming up here at the end of the month going to be an incredible training led by our lead trainer, Sebastian Wynn. You will not be disappointed with Sebastian, but to be able to cover topics where we have things of this magnitude that Arvin got to share tonight and other things to be able to be released and to be dealt with and to be able to be able to put things in the past and start to move forward, just like Arvin did so graciously tonight, is create his next steps. Does that mean the whole thing's solved tonight no arvin has his next steps and sometimes that's all that you need is to move to that next step and know what is my next step once arvin takes that step then guess what he's got to create his next steps after that but having a powerful community to support him with that is more than enough for him to start to move that needle forward to that it's going to allow him to get in and have the community that supports and have him be on fire because he gets up, he puts in the work every day, he works on himself daily, and now he can go and lead himself, lead his family, lead his teams, and lead his communities. And that's what this is all about. So I invite you to join us in our training here at the end of this month. And again, I want to say special thank you to Arvind. I appreciate you, brother. I love you. And thank you so much for graciously sharing your story here tonight with us and putting yourself out there. I can't tell you how excited I am for you for your next steps too. Is there anything else that you would like to say to, to me, to everybody, to anybody out there, anything else that you'd like to say, Arvin?
1: Life is a trip. It really is. And don't shut down. Don't shut down. Own it, honor it, and ask for help. Because you have no idea your potential until you seek it. You have no idea what you're hiding until you expose it. Your capability is amazing. And these guys have been true brothers, mentors, and friends to this. And our community is amazing. And ask the question. Because you might even surprise yourself. Just ask yourself the question. Thanks, guys. Truly.
0: Thank you, Arvin. We're gonna give it away in true <laughs> Del Syndicate Hero style. And we count it down from four, three, two, one. So we can give it away. So Arvin, I'm gonna have you go. Here we go. Let's count it down. Four, four, three, four, three, 2, two one. one. Give it away. Give it away. Hey. Okay. Woo! Thank you, Arvin. Man. All right.